0: Hey y'all, I'm Lakaya,
1: And I'm James.
0: And you are listening to the Message24 podcast, where each week we're talking about relationships, the growing pains of being a 20-something, and pretty much everything else in between.
1: Yeah, so join us every Wednesday for our new episodes.
0: Bye, see you guys then. Bye-bye,
1: have a beautiful time. (laughs) You ready? I do believe I am ready.
0: Okay. I feel like I look like the lady from Edward Hands, the way my hair looks
1: I I don't know that reference to the movie but my hair's a mess
0: and it's okay because I have finals week I'm going through finals week I've done two out of seven and
1: yeah you've done good on them too I have I have done good so
0: um praying I do well on the one tomorrow
1: <laughs> I'm sure you will like I I'm a hundred percent confident That you're going to do well. Thank you,
0: baby. Prayers.
1: I'm going to be praying.
0: (laughs) All right. So thank you all for tuning in to the Message24 podcast. Podcast. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Please. So this week, our in the DM is adulting. Yep. And why your 20s can be the hardest decade of your life.
1: I think... I feel like people are people are going to have different opinions about that, but Mm -hmm. I feel like your 20s. Well, as we're in them, yeah, (laughs) we feel like they're one of the hardest, one of the, I guess, the hardest adjusting decades.
0: Yeah, so I would agree. So what do you think have been some of the struggles that you faced in your 20s? Mm -hmm. Or, like adult, well, adulting is in your 20s. Right. That you didn't really expect.
1: So, I will first say when growing up as a kid, I always had kind of in the back of my head how my life was going to be Mm -hmm. and how it would pan out. And when I. Basically, when I got into adulthood, Mm -hmm. my adulthood was not what I dreamed of as a kid. Okay. Like, as soon as I got out. Uh, And when I say got out, as soon as I got out of college, that's when I feel like I completely transitioned into adulthood. So I think one of the biggest things that I am facing right now in my 20s is making sure that I'm building out the life that I imagine as a kid and that and I say that because I as a kid, I was super creative Mm -hmm. and wanted the most for myself. And I'm not going to say that I'm not putting myself in that position, but. Just being honest, I would I would like to be a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of my goals. Uh, I want my family to be here. I want to be around the people that I love. It's more than just monetary. Really, I want the freedom that comes with that comes with it. Right. So when you realize that. You're you've you've gone to school, you've done these things Mm -hmm. and how I imagine my life, I don't have that freedom quite yet. And so that's something that I think I've. That's been one of my biggest challenges. Just making sure that I'm putting myself in a position to have that freedom. Yeah. And freedom from like bills, work. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to work and you're going to have to me, my work will be just impacting others and helping them to grow, whatever it may be. But I want that freedom. So just making sure that what I dreamed of as a kid that comes. True. And it's mm-hmm. not just one of those things. Well, life happened. Oh, my twenties happened. And I got caught up and I made these life decisions that, you know, just took me all the way off course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's probably one of my biggest, I would say one of my biggest challenges.
0: Well, I think <laughs> my stuff is a little more lighthearted, not to say that your stuff is heavy, <laughs> 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 but I think for me, where i'm at right now
1: uh-huh.
0: i am doing everything that i said i was gonna do i've always been like a super super goal-oriented person so like there's literally nothing on my list that i've wanted to do that you have not like done. career-wise for myself that i haven't done right. so the things that were surprising to me when i became an adult is i a few things
1: mm-hmm.
0: my mom did my laundry for me up until it was time for me to go to college. Right. So I had to learn how to do my laundry. I did not know how to do laundry. That's interesting. She so- literally did all of our laundry for us. Uh-huh. And I now know that it was because she didn't want us to use too much dis- deter- I mean laundry detergent. <laughs> Because she's a single mom and those things add up when you have a house of three growing girls like you're doing a lot of laundry and she just didn't want us using a lot of laundry detergent. So she did our laundry for us. She literally had to teach me how to do laundry the night before I went to college like I didn't know how to do laundry. So that's one of the (laughs) biggest things like not one of the biggest things just interesting things that I didn't know and something else is. Like making doctor's appointments. Mm Mom always made my doctor's appointments. So when I got in school and I had to do it myself, I'm calling her, like, what I'm supposed to do? Like, what I say? What what, what do I do when I get there? Like, she had just done so much for me that I didn't didn't know how to do myself. And even with taking medicine, like, if I'm sick, I call my mom. I'm like, what medicine do I take? How much? What I'm supposed to take with it? Uh Am I going to overdose? I ask her all of these things and I'm trying to stop asking her because I'm like I'm a full grown adult. I'm twenty five years old and I'm calling mm-hmm. my mama asking her how much NyQuil I can take. But it's say it on the box, but I need to confirm with her
1: you gotcha. that
0: it says that. And something else growing up, I feel like I've always been an adult. Even when I was a kid, I've been super, super type A, very structured, very, this is what it's going to be. This is what I'm going to do type of person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you doing, Cat?
1: Anyway. Stormy is having one of his days to where <laughs> he doesn't know if he wants to be good or bad.
0: He, he's he's fighting internally right now. He, he is. With, he's, like, fight his, he's fighting fight his business. He yes. is. So one of the things that shocked me the most about uh-huh. growing up is that... You got to pay rent on your birthday.
1: On your birthday.
0: And my birthday <laughs> is the first when rent is due. When I was younger, I really didn't know that you had to pay bills on your birthday or you had to pay bills on a holiday. I thought niggas got a rollover or something like and you didn't have to pay bills. No. I have to pay rent on my birthday. I feel like that is blasphemous. It is not fun being an adult. Has its perks. <laughs> but overall I'm. I don't know what I would rate it out of ten. What would you give it out of ten?
1: Versus childhood, I ain't gonna hold you. I, I'm not about to say what I, <laughs> I. I should say. Childhood was great. I like adulthood better though. Just being honest, like I really, I feel like I can come and go as I want. Like I, I, I play about freedom, but yeah. At, at the end of the day, like if I want to stay up till. Come on, Stormy. See, I'm I'm being the good, the good uh, you the, wanna, the For good those Papa listening today. to
0: this audio and not watching this on YouTube, our cat is on the couch. He wants to be in the episode. So if you want to see what our cat looks like, head over to the Mr. 24 YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, okay, He's shaking and jittering. got to sit down.
0: Come here. You know Papa don't really like you like that. Come here.
1: <laughs> I'm the one who let him. You was going to
0: kick him out. I was good at, for good reason too. Yeah. What was the, what was the thing? So you were saying that you like adulthood better?
1: I do. I do like adulthood better. And I think it's just the fact that I really don't like being told what to do. I understand 100 percent honest and adulthood allows allows for that to happen. I would also say um, because we were just talking about, you know, parents and how they kind of prepared you. Mm-hmm. And I would say I probably was pretty sheltered. Like my parents did a lot for me as well. Yeah. But they also kind of trained me. To say, like, when you get an adult, you're going to have to do everything. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of whatever I didn't understand or whatever I didn't know. I just kind of was, was like, yeah, this is what comes with adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. It, it's kind of weird. But once I became an adult, it's like everything was was on me. I think one of the most frustrating things, though, was like bills that I didn't think about. Yeah. Like, I knew rent was going to be rent. I knew I was going to have to pay for food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the main things that I didn't expect was insurance. And I'm still not having to deal with full insurance. But, like, because I'm 25 and I still get the benefits. I mean, I'm 24. So you're not 25. I'm under 20. That's what I meant. I'm yeah. under 25. So still getting the benefits of Uh, being underneath that age to where I can stay with my parents, health insurance. But as far as all these other insurance, like homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, car insurance, phone insurance. You got insurance, life insurance. Insurance. Pet insurance. I don't have to pay that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Pet
1: insurance is, you know. There's a lot of, yes, there's a lot of. There's a lot
0: of assurances.
1: Insurances, um, for sure. So I think that was one of the things that caught me completely off guard um
0: i think for me i've always been very well aware of bills mm-hmm. i started paying my own phone bill when i was 16 i started buying all them. once i once i got a job like i paid my own phone bill i bought mm-hmm. my school clothes my mama still paid stuff for me but i recognized that i was the oldest and i had two other sisters in the house and i needed to be a little more self-sufficient right. and even like i bought my first car i had a my car payment was, I think it was like $180 a month and my car insurance was $240 a month.
1: Which I'm sure that pissed you off because there again, insurance, why is insurance double the price Hi. of your car? Your but, car be, but
0: I was a first time driver and I was, I had full coverage because I was making payments on my car.
1: You said 240 a
0: month. Yeah. And the car payment was 180, right? So a lot of money, very, very, very much expensive on top of, I think at the time, my phone bill was like 100, $113 or something like that a month. Mm -hmm. And this is as a college student. I'm paying all of that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you was you was (laughs) going through. I I cannot say the same thing. I was definitely blessed for sure. Um, I had my car insurance paid for. My grandpa gave me my first car. Um, What else? Health insurance I was good on. Um, I didn't have to pay for anything until like, (laughs) I think it was like my sophomore, junior year in college. Very blessed. As far as like phone bill, like gas. Yeah. Yeah, My parents really, I can say that They, they for sure looked out on that because they didn't want me to be stressed yeah, with having to deal with that. So the fact that you were able to manage all of that and handle all of that.
0: I don't know how in school. I literally don't know how I did it yeah. by the grace and mercy, mm. <laughs> because I really have no idea how I did it, because I think at the time. I'm sure I had a job, you know, I was a waitress. I was a waitress and i got paid to do research on campus that is how i afforded to do those things is what i did so two jobs bills i'm taking 21 credit hours doing a million different things on campus i really don't know how i'm able to
1: function see but you've been a dog though that's what i like
0: that's why my name is big dog on everything that's me that's me for sure, for sure. they know like
1: <laughs>
0: as i want to cry because i got to stay up tonight studying but it's cool. <laughs> you feel me it's okay
1: all I'll right a, so i'll be up with you tonight though
0: for really yeah. you promise
1: no i i gotta i started a lot of stuff late today I started Man, late.
0: Today. i really wish i could have some caffeine but i can't so Ooh, I
1: can let me tell food. you something I need to be sponsored by five hour energy because
0: I ain't never seen you do
1: (laughs) this is the college days. There's a lot of things that you haven't seen me. Yeah, five hour energy. I'm not even gonna hold you. I took it one, one or like a few nights in college. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, I was like kind of jittery, but was like in a mode where I was not going to sleep like I was just on go all through the night like studying hard as shit like just on some other stuff. So Mm. caffeine, it does, it will do the job but you got to be careful with it. I don't think I don't know how healthy it's not healthy. Yeah.
0: I've never had a five hour energy. I used to take Red Bulls and I used to be a waitress and I'll be pulling 12 hour shifts. Mm-hmm. But in college, I never. One thing about me, if I ain't got it by like 12 o'clock, I'm going to sleep. I don't care. I'm not taking a Red Bull. I'm not drinking a five hour energy. I'm not drinking coffee. Now I can't even have caffeine, period. So right. I'm just stuck. But- That reminds me, one of my professors in undergrad. He's a veterinarian. Mm -hmm. And he went to school in India. And he was saying that when he was studying, he would be so sleepy that every time he would fall asleep and he would wake up, he would get a brick and take it outside. And that's what would keep him up. And he would just be up all night constantly studying. And when he was telling me that, I was thinking to myself, like, Man, that school ain't that hard. Like, you what are you doing? And now that I'm here, I'm like, damn. Maybe I need to be taking a break outside and getting myself together, but me no. right here, I'm gonna go to sleep. So I think I'm gonna just make some white hot chocolate. That ain't no caffeine, but I'm gonna tell my brain is caffeine, so maybe I think it's caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into our send or delete segment. And this in or delete segment, we will be breaking down why adulting is so hard. Mm-hmm. Why a lot of us think it is ghetto, and a lot of us don't want to do it. Okay. So, number one, adulting can be hard because you are having to juggle so many different things at once, right? Yep. Many of us are trying to establish who we are, figuring out who we want to be. We're defining ourselves for ourselves. Some of us are graduating college, getting out to, getting into our, getting into our career fields, getting into a career field, realizing you don't really like it having mm-hmm. to go back to the drawing board and figure out what you like there are those of us who didn't go to college and that's fine still trying to figure out what career path yeah, is for you on, yep. it's so many things but the the number one part of adulting being so hard is because you were trying to figure so many things out yep. at once so i agree
1: and next. as you mentioned like you want to jump to the next one or no go ahead baby that's what gonna say. the next one you anyway yeah that's what i was i was just <laughs> gonna jump into the next one but as you're facing all these different things you know you gotta have money <laughs> like one thing that you do need is either uh, money to survive at least to cover your needs yeah. to cover um some of the things that you actually want to do too so you know, you can get stressed with trying to make ends meet or uh, trying to figure out how you're going to pay for certain things that you want to do with yeah. your life. So that's a big one, too. And believe it or not, your career, the decisions that you make, all this stuff begins to weigh in. Yes, <laughs> And it it contributes directly to how much you're able to make. Your mindset, a lot of a lot of things that you you've done previously, is now beginning to contribute to ha- the lifestyle that you have. Yes. Unless you you know you were you had a lot of hand me downs or you were you know ha- were given a bunch. Or to grew give- up with
0: a silver spoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So you there's some things there's some benefits that you have with that. Uh, But for those who haven't had that, then like most of us, they're faced with, yeah, struggles, financial struggles,
0: which is why partly I really disagree when people say that money cannot buy you happiness because (laughs) money now I'm not going to say money is going to keep you. Feeling loved and wanted at night because it is not. But when you are poor and when you don't have money, it is so depressing,
1: right? It can be. There are some hat let me say this. I'm gonna
0: look into this camera right now, because I have been broke. That shit is not fun, right? But having money gives you access. To a lot of different things, money gives you access to. Okay, am I depressed? Can I let, let? I can afford to go see a therapist. Do I need a change of scenery? I can afford to take a trip and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do I miss my family? I can afford for my family to come to see me. I can go see my family. Like I'm not saying it is. It should be the root of your happiness because it can be gone, taken. It can be taken away very quickly. But mm-hmm. the access that money can give you to opportunities and things that can make you happy. Like, it's real. Like, I don't. So I I agree and I partly disagree, but I mostly disagree with the fact that they say money cannot buy you happiness because that access that comes with money can make you happy.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying money can't buy you happiness. I'm just saying that there are many. That are completely broke, but are some of the happiest people. So it goes either way, like some people are okay with what we may say is poverty or broke they've been in that system for so long Mm -hmm. that they have found happiness within i think that's important either way to be able to find happiness with like some people just aren't driven i don't know it's, it's some people like if you gave somebody even the opportunity I don't know why this group chat is going crazy right now. <laughs> but if you gave somebody the opportunity to do some of these crazy things, mm-hmm. some people actually would not take it. Okay, so if somebody gives you a million dollars, of course somebody's going to take that. Yeah. But some of these opportunities and some of these things, some people are completely comfortable with not stepping out of their comfort zone.
0: And that's okay. Right. I get it. But then there are some people who they don't really have a choice but to just sit and
1: what it is i disagree well that's we've always kind of disagreed on that i guess why why do you why do you say that and i i'm i'm heavy on make it happen by any means necessary and i don't but, I, I don't know if a lot of people that that takes a uh a, a, a transition of mind and a lot of background a lot of people telling you that so
0: And I mean, it's also resources, it's also availability. We often tell people they need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, they need to do this, they need Mm -hmm. to do that, but there are those who were never given a pair of boots to begin with. Mm -hmm. So, it's very easy for those of us who, and even me, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, but I still think that I had bootstraps to pull myself up with, but there are some people who didn't even have that. So, who am I to look at somebody and say, you need to change your mindset, you need to do this, you need to do that. I was already more
1: fortunate than you not saying you need to do that. Not saying I'm not saying that you you need to to do that. I'm Mm -hmm. saying. I wonder, and maybe it's a question, maybe more than a a demand. Is there a uh, do they have a desire to get out of that situation? I'm sure many people do. Do they have a strong enough? desire to. Are you saying that they have that desire, but they don't have a resource at all? They don't have any resources to be able to look into something else, like just visually see something else?
0: I'm not I think when you we have to look at it as like a holistic view. Mm -hmm. We there are different circumstances for everybody. And I don't think it's to say that I'm trying to think of the the way I want to word this and also my thought kind of left my head, so I'm trying to see if it's going to come back to me. But I think we have to look at things situationally. Everybody's different. And also, if pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and becoming successful was easy, everybody would do it. It's not easy.
1: not saying it's easy.
0: No, I know I, I I recognize that I'm just saying, but it's not easy for everybody. Not what I was able to do might not work for everybody else because my circumstances are different. Like I can't tell somebody that has a kid to do everything that I did because it's not going to work for them because they have a kid. So I think everything is is situational. I would agree. And a lot of even like the mindset that we're talking about with people wanting to do things and wanting to to have something different if you've never seen somebody do it you don't really know that it can even be done so even if somebody comes and tells you i have this opportunity for you if you've never seen anybody else do it it's like damn can i really do it and i i, I resonate with that because that's what it was with me in vet school like i didn't know nobody that looked like me mm-hmm. so even though i knew i could apply to vet school it's like damn do i want to because i don't know nobody that looked like me so can i really do it Sure. That sort of thing. I don't like to make excuses for for people and people's situations. But I do recognize and understand that everybody's circumstances are different. And again, if it was as simple as like just changing the way that you were thinking, everybody could do it but it's it's not that simple it's changing your mindset it's having access to resources it's having access to people to motivate you it's believing in yourself It's deconstructing whatever in your mind has made you feel like where you're at right now is what you deserve and you're never going to be able to be bigger than this
1: like it's so much yeah i'm not saying it's not a lot and i'm still in that phase of breaking some of the things like i i (laughs) this year i finally met my the first millionaire i had never talked to a millionaire before. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that phase two of thinking, is this even possible? Yeah. So I, I totally agree with you on that. And I'm not saying that it is easy by any means. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just hope for those who want something different mm-hmm. to at least look into it. You may not be able to deconstruct and have, you know, that, that could take a hundred years and you'd be passed away by then. But if it is something that a person wants, uh, I, th- I think at least looking into it, trying to, you know, see if they can take uh, at least try. Maybe not. They may fail. Mm-hmm. Cool. They fail. Um, but at least, you know, take that take that next step. I, that's my hope for people. But, you know. Like you said, there's a million different things that you have to. You're battling with yourself. Mm-hmm. There's things. There's uh, safety. Yeah. Safety and uh, the people that you're around. You know, somebody may not even want you to get out of your situation. Yes. So there's a bunch of different barriers that are there that I that I know that are there. So, but yeah, that's an interesting,
0: interesting. It is. Thing. I just have a I just have a soft spot for for people who grew up in like low income households, I have a really soft spot. And even though I kind of grew up in a somewhat similar situation, mm-hmm. I recognize the privilege that I now have with, you know, where I'm at in my life, but I don't forget like where I came from and what I've seen. So I, gotcha. I really have a super, super soft spot for that.
1: And I do, too. I and I'm, I have been privileged. Mm-hmm. Um I think my soft spot comes from a push mm-hmm. like I want better for them. Yeah, like I just I want them to be better now how that looks. And that's why I do a lot of the stuff that I do anyways. Yeah. Okay. Like growth, growth, growth. But yeah, I, 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 I hate I hate that. I hate that people uh, are in some of those situations. I hate I hate a lot of that. Uh, it's a it's a messed up system. It is. Yeah.
0: All right, and more lightheartedness. The second okay. reason why adulting can be hard is because of relationships,
1: Yeah.
0: whether they are like, do you hear him?
1: Do what you hear me? the sirens? I can hear the
0: sirens. I don't know if they can hear the sirens, but I definitely can hear the sirens. Yeah. So like I was saying, relationships can be a huge part of why adulting gets hard, whether these are romantic relationships, platonic relationships, family, all of this can be really really difficult. I think as you get older, you may have to put boundaries in place with your family. That can be uncomfortable. That can be really hard to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Romantic wise, you might still be figuring out do I want a relationship? If if so, what type of relationship do I want?
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: do I like? What do I not like? What do I want to compromise on? What are my
1: non-negotiables? And if you don't have uh, a relationship handled and settled, let's just throw out a number. By 25, people are looking at you like either you're choosing, you know, a different way to go than the norm or they're like something's wrong with you because you don't have a significant other. It's crazy.
0: Oh yes, and for women, they also decrease your value. Like if a man is twenty five and you don't got a, he doesn't have a partner. He's a like he's kind of like a bachelor, or whatever. But a woman is kind of like, what's wrong with you? Why are you ain't a man? They always assume that there's something wrong with the woman. But maybe I just want to be single, or maybe I just haven't met somebody that meets my standards. So, so many different factors that go into why relationships can make adulting hard, hmm. for sure so next is career career yeah Yeah. so
1: it's like in your 20s you're expected to have it all figured out like we said and one of the main like advertisements that i see a lot of uh things that were expected of us once we graduated high school is Mm -hmm. to go to college. Yep. So that you can get a career. Mm -hmm. See, so many advertisements are start your career this way, start your career that way. And you may not even know what it is that you want to do for the next couple of years. And that's okay. It is literally in your 20s, you have to kind of figure that out. And society pushes that you need to have a career and one of the things that I find interesting is that and I'll just say this to people who are kind of still trying to figure things out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A career for some people is totally different from what society thinks is a career. Yes. And there are a lot of people getting a lot of money Absolutely. doing things that are not the typical career and it's yeah, crazy. Um, I think studies showed and I, I need to back this up, mama's calling me. <laughs> I have to call her back. But studies have shown that a lot more people want to become like YouTubers and influencers and the amount of the money that you can make as a YouTuber or an influencer is very nice and it, although it's advertised, it's completely passive. It's not, there's a lot of work <laughs> that oh, is involved. It is. Yeah. <laughs> with it. But if you were to say that to some people, people would say that is not a career path. And that it that is changing. It is. As we speak. Um, I think one of the richest YouTubers was like a it was like a eight or nine oh, year old. Yes. He was doing like uh, gaming or something, mm-hmm. toys, whatever it was. But career career looks different for everyone. So it does. I think it's. Coo- I I honestly think it's cool and it's challenging. Businesses It's challenging the. Some of the older uh, generations to look at begin looking at things a little bit differently. Yeah Um, the like partnerships that have been taking place. Yeah, uh, a lot of opportunities That you can receive now. It it looks totally uh, Opportunity may not be working a nine-to-five. It could be something totally different yeah. going on tour like whatever it could be. So yeah. career, career looks different for everybody
0: I love to see people creating their own lanes and doing their own things. Mm -hmm. I think it just, to me, I kind of wonder what the implications of this will be 20, 25 years from now, if everybody wants to be an influencer. Does anybody want to be a lawyer, a teacher, a doctor, Mm -hmm. like are people going to be in these career fields? But also what I have been seeing is that people who are in these career fields also are content creators, but content creation is not their full-time thing but then there are some people who have these career paths like I follow a lawyer and she no longer practices she does content creation full-time because she makes more money doing content creation than she ever did being a lawyer which is crazy
1: which but that's that's what I that's why I love it and as you mentioned I'm one of those people who I enjoy engineering I enjoy engineering work but would I rather be a content creator versus uh, just doing straight engineering work for sure that's why i'm creating both lanes because i enjoy like us talking Mm -hmm. and just talking our shit (laughs) really on our (laughs) shit it's a little different when you're you're doing work for engineering like it's just two different paths Mm -hmm. um and content creation kind of allows you to be yourself completely like it does no filter which is you are your own brand right right so I think there's benefits to both. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the work. I'm I'm beginning to love the work that I do yeah. in the engineering realm. Mm-hmm. But I also enjoy the content creation side of things. Uh, helping, like, I feel like... And also, another thing with balancing both, I just feel like I'm making a bigger impact as an influencer versus...
0: Just doing engineering stuff?
1: As an engineer, yeah, because... Mm-hmm. The interaction. So I'm interacting with probably I would say ten to fifteen people
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a week span. I put <laughs> I I put my content out to the world, and let's just say it only let's say it only gets four hundred views. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm putting out that's four hundred views on Instagram. Let's say I'm only I'm getting a hundred views on YouTube and two hundred on TikTok. Yeah, that's now like. 600, 700 views. And I'm doing that daily. Yeah, that's a that's a it's a wide reach. It's a crazy reach. So I think that's the cool thing, too, about it. Like you can really impact and really speak to more people um, on an authentic level. So yeah,
0: I agree. So we can do one more center delete because we we've been talking for a minute. So I think I the, more, more, I think I think the next to lead that we'll do, the last one, will be maintaining your health is another huge part of why adulting is so hard. Maintaining your mental health. My scrotum. The scro- did you say something about the scrotum? Yeah, my scrotum is hurting me. <clears throat> How do you even know that term? Yeah. Who taught you that? Yeah. Who taught you that? Where did you learn the word scrotum from? I don't know. Do you know what a scrotum is? No. Are you f- are you for real?
1: <laughs> Not to say. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Be for real. You know what a scrotum is?
1: Is it your butt? Is it your balls? I don't know. You're getting closer.
0: You have one. I don't. Oh. So. Um, this. Oh boy. <laughs> when well, I, I was listening. True. I asked him what a scrotum is, and he pointed to his Adam's apple.
1: We're just going to no, okay. so keep. I don't want to embarrass you. You didn't have to do me like that. You now. did yourself like that. You brought
0: up a scrotum. Leave starts ending on me. They're trying to get you to just stop talking. They hooked on you. they in your hoodie, baby. Lord. So. <laughs> You're maintaining your physical health, maintaining your mental health. Many of us, if you're older than 25, you no longer on your parents' insurance. Now you have to pay for your own insurance, which, mind you, is expensive as hell. Okay, health insurance is expensive.
1: I think you got to be older than 25. So I think, I think it's 26. Ha- another yes, yeah, so you gotta I think it's be- 26.
0: I don't know because so you have
1: to be 26 to get off. So I thought I was done after this. They can kick you off if they wanted to. They're not, but they could. I would hope they don't, but... I I mean, I would hope not, too. (laughs) Don't sound like it. That's mean right there. I'm
0: just saying health insurance is expensive. (laughs) Most times it does not include dental insurance or vision insurance. So now you got to bundle all three of them together. And there are a lot of people who have health issues and they just kind of suffer in silence because they cannot afford to go to the doctor. And that shit is very, very sad. It so is. that is another huge part of why adulting is hard. And then, like I was saying before, like, you got to make your own doctor's appointments. <laughs> or maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm good with gonna it now. I told you,
1: though. The, I would agree. Like, setting up a doctor's appointment seems kind of easy. But you got your passwords. Like... I would Novant, and I mean, sometimes the setup and making sure you got all your ducks in a row. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Policy numbers, and you you gotta
0: advocate for yourself. It ain't your parent there to be like, "Well, this is what's wrong." You gotta be able to tell them what's wrong, and if it's Mm -hmm. something uncomfortable, you still have to tell them what's wrong with you. So that's one of the things, and. I think a lot of us get so busy that we forget that you're supposed to go to the doctor regularly.
1: To get a checkup?
0: To yep. get a physical. To, if something's wrong with you, if you've been having a pain somewhere and it's persistent, you should go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You should see someone. Also, we also get so busy. I think a lot of us, well, not me because I cook. And that, that's not to say I'm better than anybody, or
1: I don't know. That was rude.
0: You know know what I'm about to say. A lot of <laughs> us don't eat right. We get so busy. You just grab something. You just grab takeout. Just I don't do that. That's why I'm saying I cook. I don't even even when I do grab takeout, it's like halal food. It's nothing crazy at all. So that's really easy. If you've worked for ten hours, it's so easy to just go to Chick fil A and just or Zaxby's and just get something and go home and go to sleep. Which I sympathize with and I get because who want to come home and cook after working for ten hours? I mm-hmm. get it.
1: And I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for this one, but you do that so you eat out. You're so busy, you eat out. Cool. Now it's weekend time. What's the time to do? Go drink and smoke. <laughs> so you mix it.
0: Have you heard that song by Smokey Robinson? Drinking that wine. I think so. Drink smoking, and smoke. Oh. This made me think of because why did he make that song? Drinking that drink, smoking that dope,
1: (laughs) yeah. But that's going, that's going, uh, I guess, double your health issues if you continue to do that weekend. weekend. Which you said, bubble guts.
0: I said, get money guts, which I'm not fat shaming anybody, but when you not a but, that's period, not fat shaming. However, when you eat out constantly during the week, and then you go eat out on the weekends, and then you're drinking and you smoking hookah, mm-hmm. those are going to have negative impacts on
1: your health, whether you see it now or you see it a year down the road. It could, it may not for some. Some people have crazy genes; like they just be <laughs> destroying themselves and, and don't nothing happen. Some people, some people. You, like that, my but.
0: thing is, people think all that drinking ain't gonna catch up baby that
1: liver yeah
0: your liver affects, you need to drink some water
1: it affects a please lot, so. drink some water yeah. health I, is huge in your 20s but that's that's normally the time where people, people don't go think about that all in
0: yeah <laughs> you ain't thinking about your liver in your 20s and i mean sometimes i get it like if you want to go out you just want to get you know fucked I up. just
1: that lifestyle like i feel like yeah that's i feel like there's a time for it, it I mean, it, it's, it's still wrong. I still <laughs> I, think it's wrong, but it is a time. I mean, that's the time to do it. Like, I'm gonna say something else. It means
0: well. a lot of people that are our age and they're alcoholics and they don't realize that they're alcoholics. Okay? Because if every time you drink, you're getting blacked out drunk and you're doing this multiple times a week, you might be an alcoholic.
1: I would agree. And but a
0: lot of people think, like I feel like they hide it under the guise of, like, I'm just young and I'm having fun, which is cool hmm but you blackout drunk four times a week you mm-hmm. might want to talk to somebody mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. i have seen a lot of people like in college really be full of alcoholics
1: do you think because some, pe- some people i know like to do anything they got to either drink or smoke like to go to a function they got to drink or smoke do you do you think at that point i guess well, we're not specialists with this, so we can't really. No, we're, we oh, we're really, definitely not <laughs> we, specialists. To we can't be really saying. judge. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even going to ask that question because I feel like we haven't. We don't. We Well, I haven't done enough research and I I can't even speak on that. So I'm not going to ask that question.
0: Well, I feel like when I was in college, of course, I would do that before I go to a function. Like I would. I mean, I wasn't going to a function every day, though. And yeah. as an as a real adult now, I don't feel the need to like pre-game before everything. I feel like in college, you pre before you did typical. anything, but that yeah. was typical. But now that we're not in college anymore, I don't really feel the need to pre-game before. I like during home, because we was pre before we went to class, you know what I'm saying? Like just stupid, just yeah. stupid, stupid stuff. So, anyway. I think there's a time for it. <laughs> what a time. What a time. So, we will go ahead and jump right into our Help center and our Help Centaur centaur for this week. They
1: don't want to hear that. They want to hear it. it. You ruined it. You ruined it. It's ruined. (laughs) Cut the cameras. That is It's ruined. It is ruined.
0: I would like it is ruined. I would like to get through this episode. So our help center for this week, we will be providing you all with some tips that we found to help you navigate the
1: adulting blues,
0: right? And coach James, I will let you take the first one. This is right up your alley.
1: For sure. For sure. So first, you definitely have to get organized with your money. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. Of course, I am a budget coach, (laughs) Um, but it's, it's just important to understand, you know, what are some of the things that you want to do with your money, whether it's saving up for a home, whether it is paying off debt, whether it is taking, you know, trips and just beginning to invest, whatever it may be. You want to get organized with that. And it really starts with mapping out a plan. Um, Also, taking a look at where you're spending your money. I was talking to some people (laughs) here recently, and they said they don't even look at their bank account. Like on a monthly, they just swipe they got money and i guess i guess they got money or (laughs) they don't know so yeah just being aware of your spending being aware of what you're doing to increase your income because we can talk about cutting expenses all day but i don't i'm starting to believe in that a lot less i believe more in building skills to Mm -hmm. make more bread so just uh yeah. Being aware of those of those things so that you are not uh, you're in a better situation in your 20s and in your 30s. It pretty much is planning for the future. Yeah. Did I miss anything? I think you had some you had some good stuff on this outline. So
0: in the interest of time, I think you did a wonderful job, even if we were in the interest of time. I still think you did a wonderful
1: job, baby. In the interest of time. Well, I appreciate it.
0: So, next, a really good tip is to find a good support system when you are an adult. Mm-hmm. If you have friends, clearly outline what you need from your friends, what your friends need from you. Talk to a therapist. I am a strong believer that everyone should talk to a therapist. Therapists have therapists, so everyone should talk to somebody. And,. You do not only need to talk to a therapist if something is wrong. You can talk to a therapist when things are going good in your life. This is something I just recently learned. You don't have to have something terrible, awful going on with your therapist to still talk to a therapist. They are there to help you navigate through both good and bad times Mm -hmm. and to give you the tools to navigate through both, both because when you are a pessimist, it can be hard to even enjoy the good times, so definitely find a good support system. Hopefully you have a good relationship with your family. If you don't, your friends are the family that you get to pick. And as long as you outline what you need from your friends, what your friends need from you, and you all are able to meet them, then you should have a pretty solid support system. So, I agree. Yeah, that that's all I have for finding a good support system in the interest of time.
1: <laughs> cool. So another thing that you can do is get enough <clears throat> get enough sleep. Boy, you the, wanted
0: to talk as the pot calling the kettle black.
1: You've been doing good lately, though. No, that you put this for me to say, so that's why I was going to go into that. So I do as I uh, say, not as I do. Amen. We don't need a choir in the background. Amen. You ruined it. Amen. I'm about to sing like I was singing yesterday. I will walk off.
0: Okay. <laughs> so let's just keep it cute.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. So sleep is very, very important, but I am struggling with this one. So (laughs) as we're giving you tips, we're also trying to practice what we preach. Mm -hmm. Um, Sleep is important because if you don't have enough of it, you can begin to stress yourself out the following day. And so some of the decisions that you make, some of the rationale that you have, some of the... um, kind of just frustration that you have is it could be a result from you not getting enough sleep. Yeah. So got to make sure you get enough sleep. I've been trying to get like seven, seven or so hours, seven plus, and I've been doing really good. But if you are driven and let's just say you're driven or you have kids or you are just, having a good time in life partying enjoying life or you're a student and studying and just having all these crazy demands you have to take a step back oh yeah and i think one major key is to and you're a better planner than i am but i'm catching i'm slowly catching you (laughs) i'm catching You think so? Yes, but you gotta start planning out your hours. I don't do that. every hour in your day. It's important. Okay, if yes, you you kind of do though.
0: (laughs) I don't feel like I do. I really don't feel like I do. You actually. While I do have a full day every day on my planner, have
1: timers going off every hour.
0: (laughs) Well, because I need timers to remind me to do. Mind your business. Mind your business. I don't got nothing to do with you. Mind <laughs> your business. That's your problem. I'll be in here at work. You and Grown <laughs> folks' <those> business. <laughs> you ain't grown. I'm a dog. What you? I need a
1: timer. Yeah, so as she would agree. I don't agree. Try to plan out your days, whether it be a list of tasks that you would like to complete for that day or if you would like to separate it by hour because you're funny. <laughs> You're really funny, too. Okay. <laughs> I like it. However, however you want to do it, yes, plan out your day. Because sleep is very important. And last week was one of my most productive weeks ever. And you want to know why? I literally planned out every, well, not every hour, but the majority of my hours. And I took a hey, second. If you want to get more sleep, here's another tip. Cut off your phone. Yes. yes. Put it on D&D and set it in a room where you are not going to be and just get busy now this is not feasible for people who are always answering the phone and that's kind of their lifestyle you have kids and you just gotta pick up the phone right then and there yeah but yeah go ahead cut that phone off uh delete Social media. If you want to really get in your bag, if you want to see your moves, if hell, you want to see your, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, So get get some sleep. I say all that to say get some get some sleep, get some rest.
0: One thing about me, I'm gonna go to sleep because even I'm talking about I'm about to be up super late. I ain't gonna be up too much past eleven thirty. That's just me though. So next, follow you. <laughs> we are gonna see. Next, another tip for navigating adulting is getting clothing staples Hmm? this is something that i'm working on now i have learned to stay away from fast fashion these are things that come in trends and they go away and then you bought a Closet full of things that were trendy and they're no longer trendy, and you don't have anything to wear. So, when I say staple clothing, I mean getting pieces that can be worn with multiple outfits. So, like a solid pair of jeans, you know, your basics, of course, like you know, your undershirts, t shirts, whatever jackets, nice jackets that you can wear multiple times with different things. So that way, when it's time for you to go somewhere you aren't scrambling and looking for something to wear. So, having staple pieces is really, really important. And some examples of key staples, like I was already saying before, are jeans, blazers, crewnecks t-shirts, v-neck sweaters, pumps, if you're a woman, you know, loafers, or who? I whoever if you want to wear pumps if you want to wear loafers do your thing that's your thing black dresses things like that are staple pieces because you can take a black dress and you can wear it 30 different ways mm-hmm. you can take a pair of black pumps you can wear it 50 different ways jeans it's endless so having staple pieces is one of those ways to avoid like i was saying before going somewhere and not having anything to wear and when you're buying staple pieces you want something that's really going to last. So that's why I say stay away from fast fashion. And you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to stay away from Shein real bad because that is fast fashion. The clothes are cheap. They
1: don't last. Is it durable?
0: You know, some, some of the pieces I have from Shein are pretty durable. Now, I have bought some stuff that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of been like, all right, whatever. But I've had some things that I've had from Shein for like two years and they're still holding strong, but it's kind of hit or miss with that. Okay. So it's better to just go to a more, I'm not going to even say Shein isn't reputable because they are, but somewhere where your pieces are going to be more durable, you're going to get more bang for your buck, they're going to last longer. You can use them. You can wear them a bunch of times. It's not going to shrink and disintegrate the first time that you wash it.
1: Yeah, and I think my challenge with that is, I be trying to go cheap, but cheap is normally never.
0: You get what you pay for. Yeah,
1: you literally get what you pay for. So, for the fellas, I have noticed that like Nike, Nike is a bit pricey, but their like stuff lasts for a very very long time. Oh yeah, Uh, Polo, Polo lasts crazy. Like I'm talking six. six seven years i've been i've been wearing the same polos for a a minute now Mm -hmm. also dickies boy them dickies they go crazy i love a good dickie yeah so whatever brand it is it don't got to be the the fashion kind of like the fashion stuff asos is normally pretty good like most of their stuff doesn't shrink but it just depends on what type of style kind of you're going for you're going for but yeah pay pay a little bit extra but it That for things that are going to last, yeah. As you know, that's what I'm
0: doing now with sneakers like shoes. I pay a little bit for them, but I know they're going to last me. They're solid investments that I'm making in myself,
1: yeah. No sneakers, sneaker fashion. If you get a pair of Jordans, you probably could not even going to hold you, but there's some things that like I just feel like the dunks, like, oh, yeah, they get dirty. You gotta buy a new pair yeah some like stuff is gonna colleges. get dirty or some stuff is just trendy like dunks just it just are are now trending
0: oh no baby we were not trending? we was wearing dunks in middle in elementary dunks there's a whole well, they,
1: they've been brought back there's a
0: whole song stomping in my air Force one I'm not, uh, that's air st- force th- one that's, that's dunks are air force ones
1: they are but they're not dunks have literally brought their own I mean, the, the, they. That's why they are called Dunks and not called Air Force Ones. It's like a trend. But they have been that though. Like everybody so you wearing Dunks in elementary school. No, you. Weren't.
0: Yes, everybody had a pair of Dunks. Everyone had
1: a pair of Air Force One. The
0: white. Oh, anyway, what I'm saying is, <laughs> you did not have a pair of Dunks. Okay? I had a white pair. Yes, I did. You had a
1: pair of Hyper Dunks.
0: You're getting too crazy with the names now. I'm not a sneakerhead. What I'm saying is, it's not new. Now of all of the different ones colored ones and different stuff like that is cool. That's and tr- I'm not gonna tr- hate because I got a pair. I got I got the classic, they're and tough. I got, a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got the ones that also came out in '82. They just got re-released, <laughs> so you feel me? Whatever. I think I'm not really a sneakerhead, but that's what it's say on my shoe. And they '82 like to
1: '22. It's just a trend that you have to be aware that could go away in the next
0: honestly. Years. I don't really think so, but like a good pair of like solid Air Force ones go with anything. Yeah, I can literally wear them with anything in yeah. it to go. Like it's gonna bang every time. I don't know why
1: so yeah, you know what I'm saying. But what do you think about what do you think about this? what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? No, what do you think about this? People that wear uh, black Air Force Ones, I feel like this is very controversial. It
0: ain't controversial because everybody know if you see a nigga with black Air Force Ones, and you need to run because he finna rob you. Run, run! Cause why are you? I, I've been seeing a vi- I've been seeing videos of people working out Air Force Ones and playing their fitness. I would never come behind and use any machine after you. I'm scared of you. If you wear black Air Force Ones, you yeah. terrify me. <laughs> So
1: no. <laughs> All right, we gotta cut. We gotta cut. Alright, and then the last thing is exercise. I feel like exercise is so important to me, like oh yeah. That's how I I literally cannot function if I don't <laughs> go running, jogging, exercising, lifting, doing something. So try to incorporate exercise into your uh daily lives, I guess. The reason being because it it gets those fluids, juices, (laughs) moving, running. I don't know. It it gets things. It gets your mind. It helps with your mind, too. It does. Um, So, yeah. Make sure you, you get at least 30 minutes to an hour of exercise in each day.
0: It's good for your physical health. It's good for your mental health. There's passive exercises you can do, things you can do while you're sitting at your at your desk, mm-hmm. things you're doing like when you're watching TV, lots of things that you can do because there are going to be some days where you don't make it to the gym and that's okay, but you can still do little things around the house.
1: And I, it, it's my kind of getaway as far as whatever I have going on, not maybe getaway, but just kind of relieve some stress.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a stress reliever.
1: Allows you to take a step back from whatever you have going on and just to improve, you know, and work on yourself. Also, if you want to look better, you know, or maybe I'm not yeah, saying Feel that, better too. Feel, yeah, feel better if you want to Yeah, improve your abs, your arms, whatever you feel like you may think is not the most appealing.
0: Yeah.
1: You can work on it at the gym. Like I feel like that's important. Like you wanna feel sexy, so I'm yeah. saying. So that's another way.
0: I think of. I've been working out I'm very comfortable with my body and I like my body type. I like how mm-hmm. it look. There's things I want to tone up, sure. The working out for me has been more just how I feel. I have more energy. I'm uh-huh. not winded. Like I, I like the way it makes me feel when gotcha. I work out. So I do it more so for like the internal benefits versus cause the outside gonna look good. you it's gonna look good. It, it could look better with the gym if you know, whatever, but that's like not my like my sole focus mm. is that it's just being healthy and making sure I'm active is like my biggest thing with going to the gym. That makes sense. Are you going to
1: go to the gym
0: today? Oh no, not tonight. It won't see me. I've been doing real good. I think I think I've been going to the gym consistently for like Three or four weeks with you now. We've, mm-hmm. I've, I've been going twice a week for three or four weeks. Is it going to happen this week? Realistically, no, mm-hmm. because of, I'm studying. I should have maximized my time and done it earlier in the day instead of trying to do it at night. Because normally at night it works, but it ain't working this week for me. But I had been doing passive things around the house. So I'm still doing a little something. You, something you know what I'm saying? I'm trying. All right, so we are going to go ahead and wrap up this episode because we have things to do just like you have things to do. So I wanted to leave out with this episode by inviting each of you to 24 first dates. This is our digital podcast live show that we have worked really, really hard to produce with moment. Our tickets are on sale now, the link will be in the description of this episode. If you enjoy us, if you support the message 24 brand, if you like us, if you enjoy hearing us, you like the content, go ahead and hit the link that is in the description of this episode or it'll be in the YouTube description. You also can hit the link in our bio in the message 24 pod Instagram. Mm-hmm go ahead and grab those tickets the live show will take place December 4th 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night
1: yes I'm really excited for it it's gonna be a a good night and not even a good night is going to be a great night. It will be and some interesting topics, too. So
0: it will. We definitely are going to have a brand new segment, yes. and we also are going to have an exclusive exclusive close friends feature that we will be announcing later on. Yep. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a good time. And it's one of those things where you can watch it with your significant other because it's 24 first dates. It's a date night in the house. You can watch it with your significant other. You can watch it by yourself. You can watch it with your homegirl. It's going to be a kiki like it's going be,
1: to be fun. It's going to be really good.
0: What you get on a regular episode, it will be that, but it will be amplified.
1: <laughs> For sure. And you cannot forget about the after party. Because oh,
0: yeah, we do have an after party.
1: That is going to be for those who really, really love us. Yes. You can join us on the after party, and we're going to have some special things for you all. So,
0: yes, after party will be fun. You'll get to really interact with us a lot more. You can mm-hmm. talk to us, you can ask us questions. It'll be fun. So, like I said before, that link will be in the description of this episode. So, go ahead and get your ticket today.
1: Today. Mm-hmm
0: all right y'all it's wednesday it's almost friday so you're almost there have a great rest of your week and we will see you all right back here next wednesday Bye, y'all.
1: Bye. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Message 24 Podcast.
0: If you enjoy this episode and want to see our faces, be sure to head over to the Message 24 Pod YouTube channel and subscribe. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. See you next week.